Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, you know what that means. It's uh, your chance to find out what might be ailing your car, your truck, your van before you bring it into your favorite dealer, your favorite uh, shop for service. This morning, Nick Stoffel, who runs a place called Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Nick is an ASC certified technician as well as being the boss there. Nick, good morning. Good morning, Denny. How are things, and how are things at Lloyd's this past week? I, you know, I keep asking you that, but it's probably still the same song. Uh, you're busy every week. We are. We're uh, we're real busy, and as you know, the leaves are falling or have fallen, and we had a little bit of snow here a week ago, and I think people are taking those cues and deciding to uh, get their cars ready for what comes next. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, let, let me alert our listeners to, to our time frame here. I know our time is pretty limited. Uh, Nick will be uh, with us till close to 745 this morning. So don't wait. It, any kind of a car care question, uh, ask this guy that uh, very question, either by phone or by text, 651-461-9226. So don't wait. Uh, give us a call if you want to chat with Nick. Or if it's easier for you, just uh, send Nick a text at that number, 651-461-9226. Yeah, I would imagine, uh, Nick, you you and your colleagues there at uh, Lloyd's are getting uh, a lot of folks who are, I don't want to say necessarily winterizing their car, but what's what's the batteries? Has that come into play uh, yet uh, this early? Well, they haven't. uh, I mean, you always have several or a few here and there, but... People are being a little more proactive and say, hey, check my battery, check my antifreeze, take a look at my tires. You know, people, uh, I think as we've kind of gotten back to our routines and we're up and driving and more and more people are going to work, um, there's more miles going on in the vehicles. And, you know, there's a couple of years there where we weren't driving as much and maybe some of those things were forgotten, overlooked, or put off. You know, like, well, I don't drive very much. I don't need to worry about that now. And that just isn't true anymore. No, that's absolutely true. I, I'm looking at a text that just came in. In fact, we should probably get to it until or unless we run out of time. Uh, this one says, I'll be storing my elderly mom's 2009 Hyundai in my garage this winter. She'll go back to driving. Oh, it just jumped in April. I won't be driving the car, so battery doesn't run down. Should I start the car once a month and let it run for 15 minutes? Anything else this listener should do? Well, I, I would say... Um if it's going to just sit in the garage and be stationary, starting a vehicle and letting it idle doesn't really heat everything up. It doesn't hurt it clearly, but I think I would prefer to see either the vehicle get driven, you know, out on the road, let it get a full 
drive cycle, get up to the highway speeds, do everything you can do there, or get one of those little battery tenders where it's a little maintainer where it kind of keeps that battery uh, fully charged so it doesn't deteriorate over the winter and end up not working in the spring. And as I think I did that, I know I did that a few years ago, and those, uh, they're really not very expensive, are they, those tenders? No, no, they're, no, they're uh, a fraction of the cost of replacing a battery. So I would, yeah, if a car's going to sit for that long time, I would highly recommend somebody getting those little tenders, and it's easy. Your, your mechanic or your shop can wear it in and connect it to the battery, and you can essentially have a little cord sticking out the grill or the hood where you just plug it right in and plug it into the wall outlet, and you're, you're all set. If you're just joining us, Nick Stoffel, ASC Certified Tech at Lloyd's Automotive, answering your car care questions this morning till, again, uh, close to 745. Call us or text us, 651-461-9226. Here is another one for you, Nick. Uh, 2019 Buick Enclave, it does not allow you to lock your keys in the car, but yesterday it did lock with my keys in it. How could that happen? How can I reset it so it does not happen again? Uh, also, can it somehow lock automatically? No, no one remembers uh, locking it. Thank you. Love the show. Well, depending on the proximity settings, you know, as you have your keys in your pocket and you walk up to your vehicle and you grab the door handle, it can unlock the vehicle. Yeah. It can also lock the vehicle. So if you leave your keys in your pocket or your purse, coat pocket, whatever, you get out, a lot of times there's a, a, a setting where you can actually touch the door handle and it'll lock the vehicle. So... Like we said many, many times, go to that trusty owner's manual, page through there, find the settings of the setup, and I'm sure there's a way to navigate through uh, with the controls on the dashboard to adjust those settings to however you like. All right. Uh, we're going to break here in a moment. I want to grab another text, however. Uh, it says uh, Toyota 2010 RAV4. Uh, listener says, I'm hearing grinding noise when I drive and turn. What do you think that might be? Many thanks. Well, um, there's a noise, you know, a, a good tip for everyone. When you hear a noise, uh, they give us two good clues. They had to be moving, okay, number one, and then turning. So what changes when we're turning? You start thinking axles, maybe brakes, uh, something in the driveline that's rotating and turning. So a lot of times we have a noise in a vehicle, and it's hard to pinpoint that. The clues of it happens when I'm braking, accelerating, turning, uh, at an idle, what are those little clues you can give really, really help out the shop? Um, so I would tell that uh, that texture to take it to the shop, take a, a mechanic technician for a test drive with them, duplicate that, and they should be able to, you know, get to the bottom of it. As you know, Nick and uh, Dan as well, uh, many times on the show we've said when you bring in your vehicle for service, uh, tell that person there at the desk everything you can imagine that, that you think might be wrong with it. In other words, don't hold back the information because it helps everybody, uh, right? Uh, the more information, the better, I guess, is what I'm saying. Well, and, you know, I've said, too, you know, if you had an, an intermittent issue, grab a notepad and say, you know, oh, I just did that. Document what, what just happened. You know, you know, was it raining out? Was it hot? Was it cold? Did you just start the vehicle? Coming off the highway? Any of those details save time, which saves money. I mean, if we have to drive a vehicle around and we do a bunch of tests and come to find out that we're, we're missing a main clue like you needed to be on the highway to get it to happen, well, you know, somebody spent a lot of time doing that, and that's, it's wasteful of uh, their efforts, obviously, but then the customer's money where we don't want to do that. We want to get the car, you know, we have a backlog of vehicles, so we're not looking to make it on one car. If we can get through your vehicle, get it 
fixed and repaired onto the next, we just help that many more people. Absolutely. All right, Nick, hang on. We'll do, take this break. Be right back on the other side. Again, any kind of a car care question, this is your chance to find out more. It's 651-461-9226. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO in the Twin Cities right now, uh, hard to believe, 43 degrees. Well, that's not the hard to believe part. We're going to be near 80 today. Stay with us here on CCO. Had a good Saturday morning to you. Denny Long here along with ASE certified technician Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive. Nick, tell everybody where uh, Lloyd's is located there on Grand. Absolutely. Uh, Lloyd's is at 982 Grand Avenue, which is uh, two blocks east of Lexington Parkway. Um, we have a few more warm days this week here, so if you're out for a walk, swim by and say hi. Uh, if you ever have to call us, as you know, Danny, 651-228-1316. And then if you're on your phone or your device, we're at lloydsautomotive.net. Very good. We'll uh, get you that info before Nick uh, leaves us today, which is close to 745 uh, this morning. Uh, Nick, as usual, we have callers and we have texters. Uh, In order to get one or the other, just uh, call us or text us at 651-461-9226. Let's grab a phone call. Uh, Ron, I believe, is calling in from uh, Prior Lake this morning. Ron, you're on CCO with Nick. What can we do for you? Yes, good morning. So, guys, I have a 2001 uh, Toyota Sienna, and I started having a problem where the door ajar light and the dome light and two front door lights uh, come on briefly just during right-hand turn only, uh, likely due to the centrifugal force. But I replaced the passenger door switch, and uh, used electrical contact cleaner on the front and rear door switches, but it's, it still didn't fix the problem. I'm uh, mystified. Yeah, that's, um, I'm with you. Um, you almost like to know, uh, I'm trying to how you can pinpoint that. Obviously, you can't have a door ripped apart and the doors open while you're driving and turning right and all that safety <laughs> safety in mind um you know i I don't maybe switching the door switches left and right if it's possible because then if it's done happen when you go to the right but then to the left you know you made a change you know the whole idea is a when you have a a difficult thing to pinpoint is what what change can i make to make that problem change so if you can switch those switches driver side passenger side and duplicate your drive cycle, and if it doesn't happen, but it does happen going the opposite way, maybe you're onto something with that switch, or maybe it's just a matter of a wiring issue, and when you're turning, something's flexing in the harness somewhere, allowing those contacts, or allowing that break in that uh, wire to make it think that the door's open. So if it's possible to switch the switches, do that. If not, you're maybe going to have to find that wiring diagram and trace that wire um, back to the to the computer there and see if there's a, a break in the harness, some tape wiring, uh, something rubbing or flexing. Uh, if you can find it, maybe start the vehicle up, have somebody sitting in the vehicle while you try to wiggle that harness and see if you can get something to light the come on or the the, uh, the indicator to ding for you. Uh, but unfortunately, that's not going to be, as you know, not an easy one. It's going to take a little more persistence, I think. Yeah, those electrical uh, things can uh, can be a challenge sometimes, can they not? Well, and obviously the listener there is uh, well into it, so yeah. I, uh, I, I'm sure if he continues on that road, he'll get to the bottom of it. 
All right. Good luck, Ron, with that. Thanks for the call. Texter says this. Good morning. Uh, would a, a good set of Goodyear winter tires do the job, or do I need something much more expensive like, say, Blizzak? Also, the <laughs> this show should be on for an hour, if not longer. <laughs> so thanks for that. Um, what, what do you think about the uh, winter tire question? Uh, they are better. Uh, keep in mind, nothing works on ice. So if you're looking for general driving, we're getting close to that season. We usually, usually we tell people come November um, is when you want to put those on. And um, there's a lot of ratings, a lot of consumer reports stuff that could probably help with some opinions. But I think if you're going to uh, spend the money and if you get the Goodyear branded uh, winter tire, I think that'll serve the, uh, the, the texture just fine. I, I don't have, um, you know, strong opinions. Um, they are better regardless of the brand. Okay. Uh, brakes, a brake question. Uh, do brakes on a hybrid vehicle, do you think, wear out faster than on a regular car? I'm not sure. Have you ever heard that uh, question before? No, I mean, when you have the regenerating braking, you know, you, you're, you're uh, spinning that electric motor, which is going to slow the, it, it helps, if anything, I would say. Um, even electric cars have brakes, and if you read up on Tesla, they want you to take those apart and service them because, a corrosion and, you know, with Minnesota winters and the salt on the roads. But uh, I, I don't think that, you know, maybe you get a little more life out of it. The biggest factor in brake wear is your driving style. You know, if you're an aggressive person, you wait till the last moment to slam on the brakes, you're going to heat them up a little bit more. You can warp the rotors, make the pads wear uh, a little faster than you like. But I, I don't think that it's a significant difference. Okay. Nick, hang on. We're going to take a break on a alert to our caller, Carl. You're going to be first up here after we have a look at that forecast. And then uh, more text questions for Nick Stauffer from Lloyd's Automotive on CCO's Car Care Show. Stay with us here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to the remaining minutes of CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here along with uh, Nick Stoffel. Nick is an ASC certified technician. He also runs a place we've dealt uh, with here on CISO for many years, thanks to the help we get from Lloyd's Automotive and Nick and his crew. Uh, Nick, as usual, callers and texters waiting to get some help. Let's uh, get back to it. Uh, Carl, I believe we promised to be first up here in Greenfield. Thanks, Carl. What's your question for Nick? Hi, guys. I uh, love WCCO. My question is, I have a 2005 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Every once in a while, it blows a little bit of black smoke. Not very often. That's it. What do you think, Nick? Black smoke. Uh, smoke out the tailpipe. Um, I would, being it's dark, either it's running very rich, like excessive fuel, but you would think the converter would clean it out. Uh, it could also be a, a bit of oil it's collecting in the in the exhaust and in the motor, which is more likely based on the vintage. Um, if it's not using enough oil where it's getting low between oil changes, I would say uh, it's just kind of uh, showing its age a little bit maybe. Um, usually an engine that's burning oil is either coming through the rings, which is coming up from the bottom, or it's coming through the guides, which is coming down from the top. There's no easy fix for either of those. You can maybe try changing the oil that you're using a little bit. The car's a little bit older. Maybe you could change the weight one setting one way or another to see if you can help combat that or minimize that. Um, but, you know, as, as things get older and things become worn, seals and such, you start to get a little bit of uh, oil find its way through, which is going to burn off. Very good. Uh, it was a text. Let's grab this, and then we'll get another phone call in here. 2011 Buick Enclave. Uh, they have hot air coming out of 
uh, where is it, side, uh, they put the temp settings down to 60, then cold air comes out of the driver's side vent, but hot air out of the passenger side uh, upper vent. Now, what do you, what's going on there? I would uh, assume inside the dashboard, there's several different little actuators or motors that uh, turn on and off flaps or adjust these flaps. I'm going to guess that the one flap is just stuck. So no matter what you do, you're just stuck with hot. Um, you could take it into your shop. They can get in there with a with a meter or the test light and try to figure out or with a scan tool and try to control or actuate those motors to make those flaps move, figure out which one is non-operating, pin test it, and likely replace it. But I would assume it's as simple as uh, one of those little motors. Keep in mind, some of them are very easily accessible. Some are not, depending on which uh which door it's trying to control. Speaking of kind of work on dashes, uh, then we'll grab a phone call. There's a dash rattle on a five-year-old car. It doesn't say what kind. They press on the panels, no change. Uh, what's next? It says, please don't, please don't say turn the radio volume louder, <laughs> which is not a bad idea. Well, but uh, what, what, what do you do about a dash? Uh, yes. What about a dash rattle? What, what would, a, would a tech do for that? So... It, you know, it's one of those things where every bolt that you can see and touch, loosen it and tighten it. And then not just the dash, but get under the hood, too. The things that mount to the other side of the firewall can appear to be coming from the dash, but actually on the outside of the vehicle. So I wouldn't advise anyone to start taking a dash out of the vehicle. There's lots of uh, lots of connections, lots of bolts. You could create more issues for yourself. But if you're handy enough or if you're taking it to the shop and, you know, the noise is just to the point where it's just driving you nuts, uh, you got to get up underneath there and start touching different pieces, loosening and tightening them. Maybe you got to shim something. You know, you got to, you know, trial by air, quite honestly. And ho- hopefully someone can duplicate the noise and make quick work of it. But sometimes it requires maybe even hours of work to uh, get rid of something simple as just a little rattle. But Getting to the rattles where the problem lies. Oh, I bet. That's great. I think we have time for one more caller. Mike is calling in uh, this morning from Ham Lake. Thanks for waiting, Mike. What is your question, please? Question is on my last oil change, I was told I had a little crack in my siphon belt, if that's pronounced correct. And he just said, Well, watch it the next time you come in for the oil change. Is this something I should be concerned about getting replaced now? No, you know, the belts are made of rubber. With age, they'll start to dry and crack a little bit. As long as um, you know, yourself, you open the hood and look down, the, the the belt will have some ribbing on it. That's where you're seeing some cracking. On the back side of the belt, the smooth side, if it looks like there's some cracking getting through there, now you might have a concern that the belt is aged or worn enough where it could fail. But, you know, after a, a, pit of, a bit of time, your belt's going to crack a little bit. Once it becomes excessive, Sounds like your mechanic is the right guy to go to. He'll get that replaced for you. All right, very good. Thank you for the call. Um, this uh, listener says, I have a car with low-profile tires. How many miles do you think can I get on a set of those tires before I should consider replacing? Uh, it really depends on make and model. Um, the lower-profile tires are typically a, uh, a different rubber compound, so they tend to wear a little bit faster, honestly. Um, you know, usually the lower profile tires have a higher speed rating, uh, which makes them a little bit softer. Um, regardless of the vehicle is a sporty car or not, it's about the tire. Um, so, you know, if you're going to get 30, 40,000 miles, which doesn't seem like much, I think that might be realistic. 
you're not going to find or not likely going to find a 70,000-mile tire on a low-profile tire. It's just not not by design. Um, you know, so keep that in mind, too, when you're looking at a vehicle. Sometimes the aesthetic of the big wheel and the skinny tire is really appealing to the eye. But they wear fast, they're expensive, and they don't always do the best winter driving. So uh, something to keep in mind when you're looking at a, at a vehicle as we go forward. Let's do a real quick one here, then we got to scoot. I uh, love the show, 2016 Ford Edge. Periodically, I get a notice from Ford to update my navigation system. Each time, it's in excess of 150 bucks. Is there a more economical option, is the question. All that goes through the manufacturer. Um, I don't think you have to update the nav every time they tell you to do it. You know, if you waited a couple of years, you know, it's, um, you know, as they redo roads and technologies for more, more uh, information coming across on that is useful and helpful. Um, but... Unfortunately, there isn't a third party that can get you that information. It has to go right to the manufacturer. Nick, how do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's uh, before you take your leave here? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, once again, if you're ever on Grand Avenue in St. Paul, we're at 982 Grand Avenue. Swing in, say hi. We'd love it. Uh, If you need to call us ever, it's uh, 651-228-1316. And uh, if you're on your, your device or your phone, we're at lloydsautomotive.net. Excellent. Nick, let's do this again next week. What do you say? Sounds like a plan. All right. Thank you, Nick. Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Jack Farrell's Wine Chat straight ahead here on Newstalk 830 WCCO. Then get those garden questions ready. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.